Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We are going to sneak in a session of Cthulhu Invictus before Oscar goes under the knife again. So uh, <laughs> uh, well, this is probably going to be a two-parter, so I don't know. More like a drill. But who's, who's, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you know, at this point. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to kick it over to Oscar so he can uh, fill us in on the details from last time, you know, fill in the timeline, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, it is six weeks since the intrepid investigators left Britannia and the tragic loss of Herminius Rusticus. Although he may have died perhaps a year before they realized it because of the, uh, the changeling incident. But also returning to the mainland from Britannia was Sabina of Cordoba, Ardoba, a intrepid investigator and bathhouse girl who... Totally not a spy. Who <laughs> was involved in an incident uh, involving a uh, hidden Yugolanok temple and a shapeshifter um, in Britannia. So uh, she's caught the boat coming back and uh, befriended Darina and Macrion. And um, when they get back to the mainland, Malachi uh, decides he is going to take a break. He does not want to go all the way east. He's going to stay in the inner provinces and try and make some money, uh, either getting a job as a trainer or maybe even uh, fighting a few exhibition matches, you know, banking on his name. Um, Sabina, with nothing better to do, you heard that Macrion and Darina are actually heading to Syria, which, you know, everyone in the Empire knows is the exotic, decadent east of the Empire, and you've never been, so you thought this would be a, a good opportunity to see that part of the Empire. Very um, unlikely that there'll be any uh, Irish werefoxes there. You know? <laughs> yeah, there, there won't be any, you know, Caledonian werewolves or werefoxes in Syria. <laughs> okay, so uh, the reason for this trip is a sad one because uh, Macrion and Darina have to report to their fallen companion's family, Herminius, um, that he has in fact not uh, not survived the, uh, the travels in Britannia. What exactly you'll tell his family is up to you. Um, you're not aware uh, or sure that uh, they know anything about the Shadow War or the Mythos. Um, but you suspect they may have some knowledge of it because his reputation was one of the uh, being one of the greatest witch hunters of the Empire. So, so you spend uh, several weeks uh, crossing the Empire literally from one from the <laughs> from the westernmost province to the easternmost, one of the easternmost provinces um, until you reach the city of Antioch. There you link up with Herminius's family and deliver the news. What are you going to tell the men's family? Uh, I don't know, Darina. What do you think? We, we tell them that he, uh, fought bravely and fell in, in battle sort of thing i i would agree and that's not lying technically because he did fight bravely you're um, pretty sure he died in combat uh against in the whole thing with the werebores and the cultists yes um, like somewhere somewhere along there 
he died and was replaced with a changeling. Yes. So essentially we were hunting for boar. We could kind of go along with that. Um, it was we, a, we were helping a family in need and he, he stepped up uh, and uh, we fought a bunch of raiders and uh, ultimately he did not make it. Yeah. And there's no lying in that. So I think just being honest and omitting certain things, if they ask anything about, you know, his winch, being a witch hunter or things along those lines, we can go from there. If they know about everything, I still don't want to go into full detail. I'd mm-hmm. like to stick with he died in battle. Um, we were helping a family. And um, do we have? Do we still have this mythical weapon? No, I don't think we do. Um, I guess, right? Because it all would have fell right on the what, what, right was on the his, what was his weapon? His was a dagger, I believe. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something we can give to the family to give them peace. I don't think. Well, we I would say it. since the dagger was enchanted, and in the when the changeling unmade mm. itself, it wouldn't. The dagger wouldn't have unmade itself because the changeling was given the dagger after it was a changeling. Uh, so so it's not pi- part of. The, yeah. It's not part of the same enchantment. So you would have a an enchanted knife. Okay. Right. No. Dagger, but now daggers don't technically exist yet. Not until the okay, middle nice. ages. I apologize, <laughs> but the family wouldn't have even known about that anyway. To like give them something, a token. I'm trying to think. We didn't. We didn't take anything of his that we could give to them, which is unfortunate. I mean, if he had, you have that. You have a beautiful Celtic style exotic enchanted knife. Got me saying it now, dagger. But I don't think it's smart for us to give an enchanted dagger to someone. Um, I think that's. What if they had been trained as his apprentice? Macrion, you're the smarter one. Please make that decision. <laughs> um, you are introduced to how old are you, Lee? I'm 30. Oh, so a, a mature. Why aren't you married? Or are you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you're. Oh, no, I only out, had hours. I could be 20 also. Let's make you 20 because in Cthulhu Invictus, 30 is like you could be a grandmother already. <laughs> okay. Um, and I and you might lose points for like being elderly. Uh, the age <laughs> rules are all fucked up in Cthulhu Invictus. Yeah, actually, um, I think thirty starts the uh, the age yeah. Really, uh, deductions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you find uh, his niece, Herminius's niece, whom mm-hmm. he had actually trained as a finder, mm-hmm. and uh, she actually Hello. worked as his secretary, helping him manage cases. But you know. She is, you know, the, her father says, I suppose you'll be taking over the family business. Then there are already assignments waiting for your uncle that I guess he'll never get a chance to investigate. Is this what you want to, is this what you want to do with your life? Hermina? Hermina? I would definitely take that on. All right. Well, he says, I'll send messengers to all of his usual clients, letting him know. We'll have to make an announcement and have a funeral. Um, we'll have a memorial we did, since there's no body. And they said, where he's buried in, in Britannia, is it pretty there? Yes, it is. Macaron kind of like looks away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, James, how do you know? I'm assuming you know Herminia. 
Probably, yeah. Um, I'm extremely wealthy uh, patrician um, <clears throat> who's taken over from my, my father and his father's before him. And I'm sort of a patron of the arts and um, a, you know, a fixer of sorts. Okay. Um, so, Herminia, we're going to say that your family and his family have worked together. Um, uh, Herminius had, you know, worked a lot of cases for his father. So now it's like you'll be, you know, you'll be working for him. Like if he needs to dig up dirt on a rival, that's what you'd be doing. Mm-hmm. And we're when we will start. Um, I'm going to read off some background, which is very important for the audience who may not be as big a history nerd as I am, to kind of say set the backdrop for Antioch. Between 132 and 136, war raged within the Roman Empire as a rebellious province of Judea fought to become an independent nation led by a brilliant and charismatic commander called Simon Bar-Kraba. The Third Jewish Revolt began with a series of stunning defeats to the Romans until the full might of the legions were brought to bear. The Romans treated this not as a war of rebellion or war to bring a rebellious province back into the fold, but as a campaign to destroy Jewish resistance once and for all. It was a war filled with brutality and atrocities fueled by religious fanaticism and hatred. When it was over, 500,000 Jews were dead and over 1,000 towns and villages were destroyed, leaving Judea a depopulated wasteland. The area was then absorbed into a new province called Syria Palestinia. Across the empire, Jews were barred from visiting traditional religious sites such as Jerusalem, the Jewish calendar was banned, and the teaching of Jewish law and religion outlawed. But that was a long time ago and very far away. This is Antioch, capital of the province of Syria, a place of wealth, power, and wonder. Here, the empire of the West mingles with the mystery and allure of the exotic East. Antioch, at the western end of the Silk Road, is one of the richest and most cosmopolitan cities in the Roman Empire. Legions have been stationed here for nearly two centuries, guarding the Boer Empire's border with the Parthian Empire. Uh, It is easy for a Roman to become lost here, not in the city's winding streets, but in its seductive allure. Since the Third Jewish War, Antioch has seen an influx of people from what was once Judea. Most were refugees trying to start a new life, while others were taken as slaves and war captives. Many veterans from both sides of of the conflict now live here. Many are haunted and struggling to escape the sins of their past. Might be a good thing Malachi is not with us. <laughs> yes. Okay, welcome to Antioch. Uh, just okay, so how up. long ago was Simon's Revolt? Uh, about 15, 20 years. Okay, so a while. Yeah. And there's a, in there. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Antioch. Uh, settlement on this site dates back to 300 BC. The city rests on the banks of Lake Antioch between the rivers. Uh, between the Onitz rivers and the Baling Pass through the Nur Mountains. It was founded by Nictor, one of the generals of Alexander the Great. It was an important Greek city and the capital of the Seclid Empire. It lies at the end of the Silk Road, making it a major center for exotic, for trading exotic spices, such as cinnamon, cardamom, ginger, pepper, nutmeg, clove, and turmeric. Silk textiles 
exotic dyes, porcelain, and tea. Uh, the city is a major trading center, famous for its fabulous wealth and corrupting decadence. Antioch came under Roman rule in 63 BC, becoming the provincial capital of Syria. The Romans built a forum, aqueduct system, bathhouses, and the Circus of Antioch, a hippodrome grand enough to rival the one in Rome itself. It is one of the largest cities in the Roman Empire, with an estimated population at this time of 250,000 residents. It is also a major center for Hellenistic Judaism, a form of Judaism mixed with classic Greek traditions, and has also been called the cradle of, of Christianity, as Antioch is a safe haven for early Christians. In fact, the term Christian is said to have originated in Antioch. So a little bit of history for the audience and a little bit of common current events for the rest of you. Okay, so word has spread that Herminius Rusticus is dead. A great, there's a grand funeral. A great many people come and, you know, he's sorely missed. And you get the feeling he is sorely missed because his return was eagerly awaited. Um, what the others don't know, but Trebatius, is that how we're pronouncing that, James? Yeah, uh, Trebatius. Trebatius and Herminia, you're the only ones who know this. But on the middle night of the new moon last month, there was a massacre in uh, actually for three nights, three consecutive nights, all the nights of the new moon last month, there were a series of atta mysterious attacks in uh, Antioch. Um, no one has solved, you know, no one solved these attacks, you know, th these attacks, no one's come to the bottom of it. And everyone is pretty afraid because the attacks were, are supposedly perpetrated by a huge hulking creature made of living clay. There are rumors that this is a creature from Jewish folklore. And there would have been a general outcry against the Jewish community, but one of the, one of the victims was a, a, a prominent Jew in their community, um, well-known and uh, well-connected. So basically the Jewish citizens are like, if we were behind it, why would we kill one of our own? There's a, a general panic that these attacks are going to start again once this month's new moon occurs, which is in three days. And Herminia, you know that the local administrator has been sending letters for the past two weeks asking when Herminius will be returning to Antioch. Because, I mean, you guys had sent letters that you were returning home ahead of time. And you know that the... Uh, they are desperate to have his help. So I would, uh, is this somebody that I can go to instead of sending a letter back to, to let him know about my uncle's passing and that I'm taking over his, his shop? <laughs> yes. Okay. But I mean, you do realize that this was an extremely dangerous case. <laughs> so I have some uh, friends of my uncle's who might want to help us out with this. So I'll share the information about the, the letters that I've been receiving and tell them about the series of events and attacks. Oh, that is, uh, that is quite a shame. Uh, it seems that we have returned uh, just, just in time. Herminius would, uh, would have been uh, quite excited to, uh, to help out. Uh, it, it is a shame that he uh, is not here. Such a shame. And I'm so sorry that this is happening to you and your community. Thank you. Um, but how can we help? 
Uh, <laughs> um, don't know yet. <laughs> well, you've got letters requesting your uncle's presence in uh, at a local vigilis office at his earliest convenience. Um, they were like, take a day to spend to re- you know to rest and reunite with your family, and then please come immediately upon <laughs> the next the following day. Okay, so. You could help by coming and uh, coming to this meeting with me and and finding out more about these attacks or what we know as a town. Of course. Okay, so the five of you visit the local Vigilis uh, station, where you are then taken to a secure chamber and you know given watered down wine and some bread and asked if you could just wait while they summon the person that's asked to meet you. And after about a half an hour, a local bureaucrat enters. He is introduces himself, although uh, Herminia and Turbatius, you know, recognize him. He is Decius Nepius Catonius. While a Roman citizen, he's lived in Syria his entire life. So he has a long goatee, shoulder-length hair, wears silken robes, and speaks with a very thick Syrian accent. He says, first of all, Herminia, I'm terribly sorry to hear about your your uncle. It's a great loss for the Empire and for the forces of light. The man was a legend, and uh, he will be sorely missed. That was a thick Syrian accent? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not. I don't do. I don't do accents. <laughs> I rarely do accents. Let's I hear do your Aramaic, Oscar. Come on, you know you can do it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> See, that's what always bugs me about accents. They have Nazi soldiers speaking English with a German accent. They'd be speaking German. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Okay. Anyway, he says, uh, "But surely you didn't come all this way to receive my condolences." Uh, no, I, I received your letters um, well, on behalf of my uncle, and I'm taking over his, his business. He kind of, like, raises an eyebrow. Uh, yeah, it's me. He, he <laughs> says, you, 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 you have heard the details of this case. It is- ah, yes. Um, I have brought some other travelers with us. Uh, the They were the last ones to be with my uncle while he was fighting his way through Britannia and trying to get home. Okay. He, you introduced them. Macrion, Sabine, Sabina, and Darina. Roll your status. Ooh, no. 82. My status is not that good. No, your roll is just really shitty. i'm looking for my status right now i apologize i most likely did not uh pass it anyway with a 72 probably not bad yeah there's no way oh hell no (laughs) that was a 35 yeah fuck no oh sorry that's okay (laughs) jeff did you make did you make it or no that was my no Anything, I'm sorry, sir. If you've heard something negative about me, that was clearly of my sister. <laughs> very often. Did you make it or no? <laughs> no. My okay. status is five, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he says, well, if they're if they're traveling companions of your uncle, then surely these must be be competent individuals. And 
to be quite honest, I'm at my wit's end. Um, my usual investigator is uh, leaving the city. And I'm honestly out of options. I can only post so many men on so many street corners. But, um, you know, we're, we, we have no leads. We have very little to go on. But, <clears throat> and as I said, our usual contractor is, is leaving the city. I mean, I, if you're willing, I, I can really make this worth your while. You know, we can work out compensation after the fact. Um, and he basically says that we can offer trade goods, property, favors, coin. So it would be approximately 100 times your status score. Wow. So Sabine, that's not going to be that much. But... <laughs> Still a lot to him. Yeah. So, her. Her. I don't <laughs> I don't know if they can afford my fee. <laughs> well, he says, well, well, no, um, of course not. Sorry. I'd be more interested in connections. I can, we can do that. Okay. That says, uh, let me give you what, what information I can. It's not a lot. Um, and then you should meet with my man Galvis. And and basically, he'll give you all of the latest leads of his investigation, which you'll be taking over. Okay, here's what I know. These attacks began uh, about three weeks ago, and they happened one a night for three nights in a row during the height of the new moon. Each attack happened just around midnight, and each resulted in multiple deaths, injury, and a great deal of property damage. The attacker is described as a hulking brute made of black clay uh it was a creature of great strength which fought only with its massive bare fists and those who stood against it said it seemed to be both immune to steel and fire the creature seemed to be seeking a single target and when it reached them it beat that individual to uh, an almost unrecognizable state the others killed or injured were either Attack it either attacked the creature, tried to defend the star target, or simply too slow or unlucky to get out of its way. Two of the targets were Roman citizens, and the other was a Jewish refugee from Judea. The creature matches the description, I'm told, of a creature from Jewish folklore, said to be constructed of magic and known as a golem. We're very concerned because it's only a couple of days before the next new moon cycle. And there's a great deal of fear that the monster will return during these three moonless nights. Um, a lot of people are laying the blame on the Jewish community, feeling that a Jewish sorcerer must be at work as part of some larger plan. So we're concerned that if there are attacks, there could be riots against the uh, Jewish neighborhoods, which you know, a lot of innocent people will die, uh, which is not good for business. Um, what we want you to do is what we want to have happen is we we need these attacks to stop. We need this monster destroyed, and we want the the sorcerer who created it, if that was the case, we we want him brought to justice. Um, your involvement is clandestine. You're not to <laughs> let anyone know that you're working for the government um, because we can't. We can't be connected with an investigation looking into monsters and Jewish folklore. 
unofficially will support your investigation as best we can, but it must be conducted with subtlety. My man, uh, uh, the finder, Galvis Mordanticus, he says, I'm sorry, your uncle was not available for many years, so I had to forge a new relationship. Um, but uh, he's a competent man. He served me well. But uh, he's going to be leaving the city tomorrow. I've arranged for you to meet him at High Sun. One of you should wear this blue sash so he'll know who to look for. You're to go to the circus, uh, the entrance to the circus at High Sun. He'll meet you there. His name is Galvis Mordanticus. Are there any questions? Well, you have a a relationship with Herminius's gum, and now he leaves you in your time of need? The man's not a slave. He's a freeman. He says he's taken the investigation as far as he can, and no one will talk to him. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Do we know, do the uh, victims have anything in common? Who were they? they? Uh, Galvis will have that information. Um, I don't know it offhand. Okay. How long was Galvis working on this? He's been working on it for almost two weeks. And when did he tell you he was leaving? Yesterday. <laughs> and when is the uh, when is the next new moon? The day after tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure it's purely a coincidence, and he hasn't figured anything out or gotten too close to anything. He or, says, "Do you know the term rats leaving a sinking ship?" Yes. Mm-hmm. I need you to bail this ship out. <laughs> we will do the best that we can. He says. He whispers. He's not alone. I'm told that several prominent families are leaving the city, quote, you know, basically saying they're going to be vacationing uh, during the new time of the new moon in neighboring cities. This mm-hmm. is not good for business or our image. Well, do you know who they are? Who are who are these families? Um, just some of the he gives you a few names. They're not connected except that they've got the wealth that they can basically pack up their family and move to another ah. city for a few weeks. And it not be considered, or the you know the kind that actually owns homes in several nearby cities. Mm-hmm. Mm. He says, but you know people people are afraid. Um, I mean, if you could have seen the damage, I visited one of the sites. There was a wall crashed in. Literally, it ran through a wall. Is and it people have seen the creature? The- they yeah, there were witness survi- witnesses and survivors to each attack. Uh, have the sites been disturbed? Can we examine them for ourselves? Well, no, of course we've repaired all the damage. We don't want that reflecting on our image. We we swept this under the rug just as fast as we could. <laughs> Do you have any um, like insight into why Galvius was not why why people stopped? That's something you'd have to ask him. Okay, he was not very forthcoming with details. Can you provide us with his his address or where where he lives? He'll be meeting you at the circus. Uh, go to the oh, hippodrome oh, right, right, right. at noon. Wear this blue sash. He'll find you. So um, I forgot about that. I want to roll for insight. I want to see if he's if it, there's anything missing or hasn't told us. FL completely. No, you're good. All right, <clears throat> everything's <throat> fine. Everything. This fine. is yeah. fine. This is um, fine. I, I, I'm going to... Well, so can I offer you some services from my family? Um, we can bolster your forces to help keep the peace, if you'd like. 
Um, no, we're doing everything we can. Um, if I, I would have your people defend your property um, as best you can on those nights. Okay. I mean, we have more than enough, but if that's what your your wish. He says, if you want to spread some of your guards, you know, put them on the streets, you know, with signal horns during those nights so they can raise an alarm if they spot anything. But I really wouldn't want to put your families out. I mean, it's our responsibility to protect you, not the other way around. Fair enough. Uh, Basically, he doesn't want to owe your family a favor. Mm. (laughs) That's what we deal in. Right. So, is there if there's anything else, uh, I do have other meetings to attend to. Um, have we ever heard of this Galvis uh, Mordantus before, before before now, or have I potentially? Make a int check, a no roll, a good old fashioned no roll before they got rolled. Let's see. I got. Yeah, I passed regular. Yes, uh, the name has come up. He's a uh, the second or third best finder in Antioch. Okay, so he's pretty decent at what he does. No, yeah, he's he's got a reputation. Would have Hermanius ever spoken about him at all? Make a luck roll. No. Okay. Not at all. No, not lucky at all. All right. Are we anything else? Um, so you, you say um, steam and fire did not hurt the the creature. Steel and um, fire. Um, oh, steel it, and fire. It, it, it was that it was stabbed. Sense. It took a pelum to the chest. Um, somebody threw a, a a a lamp at it. I mean, not all at once. These were over the three nights of the attacks, but nothing slowed it down. I mean, it was like an ox on fire, just unstoppable. From what I'm told. Were the attacks all in the same area each time? Or no, they were in like they were in different areas. Near water, near roads. Well, all of the cities near water. The a river bisects in Antioch. Okay. Right, he says, well, just a couple of things. Um, I, I guess we can get this from the finder tomorrow. But um, did well, anyone today. Uh, today? Did anyone see this um, this creature before it? went through the wall did it see it did anybody see it lumbering down a street or heading in the direction of these houses or did it just sort of i don't know galvis 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 was the person who who was Uh gathering all of the eyewitness reports um so what is i i I take a careful look at this sash (laughs) Hmm? so meet him in a public place at high noon and wear this blue sash as opposed to come by the uh, the procurator's office and tell us what's going on. Reeks of all kinds of bad things. What's up with this sash? <laughs> it's actually a racing faction sash. It's like a fan sash for the blues. Uh-huh. Is there anything written on it, woven into it? Any odd tags? And what um, makes that noteworthy is that the Blues are the most hated team in Antioch. Yeah. So here, look, it's, it's like it's like going to a Mets game in a Yankees uniform. Got it. It's like going to a Red Sox game in a Yankees uniform. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or going to a Mets game in a Phillies uniform. Right. Yeah. right. Could I offer a, a different meeting location? I have several uh, apartments in uh, in the city. I have no way of getting in touch with Galvis. I see. He's the one who set the terms for the meeting. 
I don't suppose you could tell us what he looks like, at least. I smell a rat. He's a master of disguise. Um, so uh, he often so looks quite different. Could be anybody. Diamonds. But I can tell you he's tanned, bearded. He's fond of headdresses. Um, he's Italian-born, but, uh, I mean, he's lived here as long as I have. With a Roman nose? I would say yes. So would that be a standout feature in Antioch? Yes and no. Um, it would be noticeable, but there are plenty of people from Italia living in Antioch just because it's such a place of wealth. Just like there are Japanese people living in Los Angeles. Fair enough. Would I know anything more about him, like from being an apprentice with my uncle and you know, just doing the paperwork and stuff like that? Uh, you know that he's benefited from your over, your uncle's overflow. Okay. But he's competent, and they have collaborated in the past. So he, your uncle considered him trustworthy. But trustworthy, you know, but also still a rival for business. Okay. When, when are we due to meet with him again? In about an Tomorrow. hour. In oh, hour. in about an hour. Oh. High sun today. You've only got three days before the new moon. Okay. Um, all right. So I guess we should go then, but we're going to want to we're going to want to send someone forward wearing the sash, but have a lot of eyes on what's going around on around us. So um, because... I have my whole entourage with us. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I'm just concerned that he's going to come. What but part going... of subtle did you not get, James? <laughs> yeah. You cannot come. With, you're not arriving on a on a on a palace. Well, I'm going to be more interested in who's watching him meet with us than what he has to say to us. Okay. Um. So you probably shouldn't wear the sash then. Yeah. But, no. I'm. I'm just. I'm so, just. Um. I'm just. Um, I'm blending into the crowd. I'm. I'm. I'm I could have. I could have one of my slaves wear the sash and station no. other members. Of did the he wear the sash? I, I, did I he expect my uncle to wear it? Um, Macrion says, "I'll wear the sash." Okay. So. For many, if you would like to uh, accompany me, if you have some uh, prior dealings with uh, with this uh, Galvis, uh, or at least know of his uh, his reputation, you may get a better read on the man. Yeah, hmm. I, I do remember my uncle working with him, so I'll oh, definitely you could recognize you'd recognize him. Okay. Okay, so um Sabina, you have stated you want to be apart from the rest of the group watching. I'm attending. going to try to see if there's some okay, so we're meeting at the at the uh at the circus. Mm-hmm. Um there ought to be I ought to be able to maybe even where are we meeting exactly at the entrance? The at yeah, the main at the main gate. I ought to be able to get it. I ought to be able to get a ticket and get in and get up somewhere high where I can see the gate. Okay, so you arrive early, so get in, and there you're is an in event an today area where you're overlooking the main entrance. And I'm gonna be I'm going to be looking for people who are looking at what's going on at the gate. Okay, so make a spot hidden. Okay. And then I will deal with them, and I'll tell you if you notice anything. Okay. So spot hidden. I got you. I got you, Darina. Just give me a second. Um, 18. That's, I'm hoping a success. Yeah, it's a success, yeah. Okay, so I'll run the scene with them, and then you'll have observed anything 
unusual in the crowd. Okay. Right, Darina. I do not want to be with them. I want to be a little <clears> bit further behind them so that I can keep track of them. But I do not want to be a part of this. Um, and I will be having um, my knife with me. Out. Well, not, concealed. I'm not out. Concealed. <laughs> concealed, meaning I don't have to. It's not in my yes, bag. You've got it in your sleeve that you can draw it very quickly. It's not in Thank sheath. You. But yeah. it's not It's not drawn. No, I'm not walking around like the savvy McSavvy. <laughs> no. Time to practice my stabbing. <laughs> no, thanks. Okay. Um, I'm um, not shearing any sheep right now. But you're not... You're not actively looking at the crowd. You're watching them for trouble. I'm doing both. So okay. so make your spot hidden as well. Uh, that leaves Herminia, Macrion, and uh, Trebatius. Uh 16 so, out of 75. So that, I think, is a hard. Okay. All right. So the three of you are there. Uh, Macrion's wearing the sash. And... Basically, a guy comes up and says, you know, there you are, your old donkey balls, and kind of, like, puts his arm around your shoulder and, like, pats you. And it's, again, it's a guy, you know, a Roman nose, tan, beard. And then he looks next to you, and he goes, Herminia. He goes, my, how you've grown. I'm so sorry to hear about your uncle. Thank you so much. It it was quite a surprise to have him not return. He says, uh, so I heard your rumor that you're taking over his practice. Sometimes rumors are true. Oh, oh no, you're taking over this case? I would like to say that I would not have bailed on this assignment had I known you'd be taking it. Oh. But I don't want to lie to a friend. Um, I'm still leaving. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd leave town either way. <laughs> Um, let's go inside so we can talk privately. We can use my private suite. Um, no, uh, that's okay. I've got seats already. And, uh, he says, come on, I've got a spot laid out and people holding space for us. I assume there'd be a a group of you. And I I throw my arm over his shoulder and, you know, kind of give him a tap in the ribs, you know, just trying to play up the whole. Right. Like your old friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, Sabina and Darina, you don't notice anything. He seems to blend seamlessly into the crowd with them. Um, You don't see anyone watching him, and you don't see anyone follow them in. Um, And you even, since Sabina's already in there, you can watch them get to their seats, and nobody's following them. I do say to him as we're walking, like, you know, not if people are right next to us, but like you get those open spots on the concourse kind of thing. And just, uh, so, uh, what's, uh, why all the secrecy? Uh, what's, what's the charade for? Uh, well, I've got a lot of money riding on the races today and it's my last day in the city. So this is where I need to be. Um, also, there's no better place to talk clandestine stuff than a crowd of screaming fans because no one's going to overhear us. Fair enough. Um, and as for why it's so clandestine is as dangerous as the golem is, the riots and the suspicion between all of our different communities in the city is going to probably cost more lives than the creature itself. That's why they're playing this down. Um, and it's why I'm leaving because nobody's nobody's talking to me anymore. Um, everyone is afraid they're going to get, if they give any useful information, they're afraid they're going to get blamed. I want to make an insight check. Go ahead. 
No, 88. <laughs> it was truthful. May I? Yes. Um, Darina and Sabina, you can rejoin the group anytime you want, or you can stay as outliers if you wish. Is there anybody following me? Make a spot hidden. I got a hard success. I all, of, all of what he said is true, but he's leaving some things out. Okay. Uh, was I'm it a hard, hard success? Was I don't even want them to know that I don't even want him to know that I'm a part of the group. Okay, so you're just going to keep an eye on them, uh, uh, and I'm going to watch which way he goes and see if anybody like links up with him on his way out. Gotcha. All right, so he gives you a briefing, and as he's giving you a briefing, he's betting on races, and you know, like he's basically cheering and yelling during the races, and then between the races, he's giving you the the briefing and he does it with an inflection of like somebody excitedly talking about the races, but to actually listen to his words, it doesn't, it sounds really <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um, so he says, you may want to make some notes. I'm going to talk really fast. He says the Jews and my Jewish contacts in the area do say that there is a creature in their folklore called a golem. It's sort of an avenging demon or clay man given life by magic. They're terrified to make statements even to me um, because since it's a creature of magic and holy magic, it's basically magic and the Jewish faith are both outlawed. So you're fucked doubly if you're caught in connection doing anything of this. You know, and again, because they're Jewish, they fear that any information they give could be used against them as if they're in league with what's going on. Now, uh, the first victim was Asidius Orditus. Um, he owns a, a large pottery shop. He used to be a slave trader, Roman citizen. Some of his workers were hurt, and his bodyguard was killed when the creature attacked. Uh, nobody seemed too broken up uh, when I questioned the people at the scene. So it looks like the guy was not well-liked. Uh, now, the second victim was well-known to authorities. His name is Gidal Ben Yosef. He's a hot-tempered baker uh, in the Jewish refugee district. Now, his place was cleaned up and all the damage mostly repaired before the authorities arrived. Um, word on the street is that the bakery is a front for something. I couldn't find out what it was. I think there's, you know, violent crime uh Probably collection racket. I'm not sure. He's uh, His known associates are Chadara Ben Meshad, uh, rough street thug. Uh, Gadal was arrested six years ago for stabbing a man uh, named Aaron Ben Shimon. But the case was dropped when uh, Aaron claimed that it was just a dispute between old friends. Um, I looked into Aaron. He seems okay. Um, he runs an orphanage and teaches cobbling. Now, the third victim was what really got everybody's attention. He's a, a Roman citizen and a prominent veteran of 10th Legion, Germania, uh, Gemania, Gemina, Gemina. Now, most of his family died when the creature attacked his home. His wife was the only survivor. He's a landlord, owns a few buildings in Antioch, but they're just middle class. Uh, his was the only place that wasn't really cleaned up. And I was told that there were words written in blood on the wall in Aramaic. 
Um, one was the Aramaic word for vengeance, and the other sounds out as Candisa. Now, I don't know what that means. It's probably a name or a location, or I don't know. Would I know what that means? Uh, make a nope roll. <laughs> Uh, as a scholar, can I check that? If it's geography or something like that, I might. It would require an extreme success in no or geo- or for either one of you. Okay, no, give it a shot. No. <laughs> okay. Um, the last bit of information is uh, I have a contact in the Jewish community. Um, he's a go-between. Uh, for people who are too afraid to talk to me, he's my re- most reliable source into the community. Um, he's the one who told me I should leave Antioch, and he's doing the same. He said his rabbi advised him to do the same thing. Uh, his name is Danielle uh, N. Bain. Uh, he lives across from the Silk Trader in the Southern Market uh, near the fountain with three dolphins. He knows more than he's saying. And I, I really wanted to push him, but he's afraid. And I mean, he's got reason to be afraid. His wife's pregnant and they have two children already. Two or three. I lose count. Um, I know he's leaving Antioch. Um, I don't think he may be leaving tonight or tomorrow. Um, so if you want to talk to him, you'd better move fast. Um, at which point he goes, and that's it. Uh, I'm just going to watch the last two races and then. Uh, hold on. Head over to Tyre for a few weeks, and he pulls out a big pipe, fills it with hash, and starts smoking and offers to pass it around. Yeah, I smoke. Is there any? Um... It's the first time your knees haven't hurt in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than uh, telling um, Daniel that you sent us, do you have any uh, code word, special phrase, anything that would? Uh, let him know that uh, we are being truthful. Uh, no, nothing as complex as all that. All right. Uh, did you find any um, uh, any any uh, connection between the victims at all? No, I couldn't. But again, everyone was pretty closed mouthed. Um, I I've I've worked a lot of cases. Everybody knows. I'm as soon as they figured out who I was, nobody wanted to talk to me because they, they know I work for the government or I do jobs for the government. Are there I, any, I've taken this as far as I can uh, and I've run out of time. Are there any specific rabble rousers uh, stirring up any uh, additional f- uh, foment here? No, no specifics come to mind. He goes, uh, Goodell Ben Joseph was one of the worst. Um, I suppose Chadar's in charge now. He'd be the man to watch for. Um, but you know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of veterans uh, from the legions also living in Antioch. So uh, you know any excuse they have to blame the Jews for something and start a riot, they're going to get drunk and probably take it. And the attack that Gildal was involved in six years ago, th- that person, Aaron, he survived that? Yes. Okay. Have, have you questioned You did question him. Already. I looked into him, and he seemed to not be involved in any of uh, Gadal's dealings. From what I hear, he has got a good reputation in the community. Okay. 
Is he connected with the other victims in any way? Not in any way I could tell yet. If I had a few more weeks, you know, but again. And Jemina didn't seem, he didn't seem to have any um, underworld contacts, any uh, any uh, marks on his reputation. Which one is Sidious Gadal? It's the um, only one that had uh, oh, messages uh, the, written. The, the, Le- the Legion was uh, Jemina. His name was uh, Lasilius Nellis. And, sorry, who was who was the first one who was attacked? Sidious or uh, Sidious Ordius? He's a pottery shop owner, former slaver. Okay. So a pottery shop owner, former slaver. A Jewish baker and possible crim- organized criminal, and a retired soldier who is a landlord and property owner. Oh, so there were four victims. No, that was three. That was three. I'm. I, yeah. Okay. I got. There I were. It. There were. There were other people murdered, but those were all inadvertently. Um, okay. These were the people who were like beaten to a pulp. <laughs> these were the targets of the creature, but other people who were in the way or tried to stop the monster, they were all pummeled. Um, and he does, and then he says the creature appears to have appeared out of nowhere and vanished just as quickly. Hmm. Um, I've got some reports that it it sank into the ground after it finished uh, writing a message on the wall in its victim's blood. That's what I thought. He says, your uncle would have been much better at this than I. I never. He goes, cheating husbands, you know, uh, (laughs) runaway slaves. Those are the kind of cases I really like. Magic and witchcraft. Those I let your uncle take care of. Yes. This is not my my wheelhouse. Those are the kind of mysteries that really, that he really appreciated. You said it wrote uh, a message in the victim's blood. Um, The... Aramaic word for vengeance and then a word that would pronounce as Candisa but I have no idea what that means Does that word ring a bell to any of us? No, they rolled and So when I rolled, you said a no check and I couldn't figure out what stat that was. INT EDU. INT. Yeah. Oh, EDU? I passed then. Right now, is there... With what? Um, Just a regular success. Nope. Okay. No, no. All right, the last race ends. He departs. Um, did anyone bet on races? Uh, I probably did kind of casually. Okay. Well, yeah, you're made of money, so we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> did, he, um, did he have a well, successful day at the, the circus? He did have a successful day at the circus, and uh, to celebrate that, he gives you his uh, his. Uh, his bag of pipe weed. <laughs> and he says, if you're staying, you need this more than I. And he says, Herminia, word of advice. And he pulls you close to whisper. He says, do not get in the way of this thing. I said, if you can figure it out, figure it out. Do not go toe to toe with this thing. You know, from what I've told, what I've been told, this is not a fight anyone can win. I got a question. Thank you. So my status is an 80. Would I be pretty conspicuous here? Yes. Okay. So, so you I should probably be in some sort of a disguise. Yeah. Well, I may have gone to my suite, as I had mentioned. Okay. And I'll pick this up from the rest of the people. 
Um, okay. Because I would probably have my servants and whatnot with me. Okay. All right. Uh, Sabina, make a spot hidden as you follow him for a bit after he leaves. Oh, nine. Okay. How long do you want to follow him? Until I see where he goes or who he meets up with. This whole Um, thing smells rotten. uh, From here, he goes to a brothel. He's there for about half an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, Then he hits to the bathhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he goes to the docks and he gets on a boat. So he's on it. So he uh, he was glad to be rid of this. Which tells me that he probably knows more than he let us know, which is a bit worrisome. Um, yeah. Um, so I get guys. I guess what we, I guess. So we have two things we should probably try to figure out what this Candisa word means and um, who all, who benefits from the murders of all these people. We have a we have a slaver. We have a an organized crime boss, and we have a landlord who may who I, I don't know if he was in Judea at the time or not, but I wouldn't be surprised. But somebody these are all people who oppress other people. So who's being oppressed here? I'm I'm curious if there's a link between all three of them that goes back to the the guy that uh, the baker stabbed i agree that that would probably be a good place to start i think we also have to talk to daniel and bane tonight before he leaves town Mm -hmm. was anybody following sabina or i at all throughout all this no no okay okay so we're gonna say that you guys hang out at the circus until sabina gets back from trailing him for about uh, two hours so at this point, it's late afternoon. Yeah, he hightailed it out of town. <laughs> Hearing that word, Condisa, would I know that from the natural world? No. No? Okay. Thank you. Well, we should probably uh, speak with this Daniel first if his plan is to leave tonight. Um, yeah, as soon as possible. Yeah, Aaron, if he is tied to the community probably isn't leaving. Um, at least we weren't given that impression. Mm. Okay. So Did he give us a location for uh, Daniel? Next to the fountain with the three dolphins, near the silk trader. Oh, right, right. I love Roman addresses. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you have two natives of the town, and you know exactly where that is. So you get there, and although you don't have a description of what Danielle, uh, Dan- Danielle looks like. You do see a man uh, with three younger children uh, loading up a uh, donkey-drawn cart. And do not get me started with the donkey carts, people. <laughs> I was going to ask, does it have a Daisy logo on it? It does not have a Daisy logo. It's not <laughs> part of your donkey cart franchise in Britannia. Um but they're loading up what looks like most of their possessions, you know, and, but it looks like he's got like the cart is barely, uh, barely loaded. There's a lot of stuff outside and they're trying to organize the cart well enough that everything fits. 
Um, so, what do you want to guys want to do? Unless somebody else wants to, I'll just walk up and start talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> Keep so, in mind that Macrion is terrible at talking to people. Doesn't um, matter. Um, says you. The only thing is, what's your what's your persuade? My persuade's uh, what's my persuade? It's forty. Oh, it's not not terrible. Yeah, you're you're better so, than me. You said <laughs> this is by. I'm sorry, a Oscar. Is this a private residence or is it a shop or? Um, this <laughs> is know. it. It it's kind of both. He oh, it's like oh. a shop with his family's home behind what it. Kind of shop <clears throat> is it? Uh, we're gonna say he's a tailor. Oh, okay. Well, it's it, it's you got. I, I wait for him to. I wait for him to be thoroughly distracted by uh, the scholar and his efforts of <laughs> persuasion, and then I sneak in. <laughs> okay. Um, make a stealth roll. Would she get a bonus dice if I distract? Like if I just you know walk up, start talking to him, or no? Uh, just have him roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, six. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. That's a crit. You you sneak past this guy beautifully. And well, I'm you, just looking at the clothing. I've I've ripped I've ripped my sash again. You know, this thing's um, happening. And you and you run headlong into his wife who's inside. And she says, I'm sorry, miss, we're closed. Uh we're we're we're, we're packing up. Is there something I can help you with? Yeah, I try to fast talk her. But 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 go I, ahead, I, roll I, your I fast ripped talk. my sash and and, and I have and, and my sister's gonna be very upset with me and I have a party to go to and it's it's very urgent. Well, we can't can you just like, can't you just can't you just help me hem this up real quick? Calm down, calm down. Of course, they'll, they'll be loading the cart for at least uh, another hour. I can get this okay. all taken Fast care of. Fifty-five. I have a twenty-five. That's a hard success. Okay, so it's a good thing it's a hard success because your garment is not ripped. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it is. Okay. Do you want to talk to her while she's fixing the damage? Um, well, yeah. I mean, actually, I want to snoop around while she's fixing the damage, but I at least don't wander out of sight. Make a spot hidden. Okay. I'm going to let you scratch this itch because I know it's going to drive you crazy until you do. <laughs> um, I'm 04. Holy moly. You're... you're you can guarantee that there's nothing going on here. There's there, there, there's no hidden documents, no secret doors, no uh, tomes of magic. You know, this is just a, a regular working class. I'm more. I'm just more interested tailor. in why they think they have to leave so soon, other than general golem panic. Okay, for that you're going to need to talk, um, Macrion. Back to talking. Do you want? You were approaching this guy. Yeah, I wait. Like you know, he he puts like a box or something on my cart, and you know, when he starts to step away, I go, "Oh, uh, excuse me, uh, Daniel." Says, "Do I know you, friend?" Uh, no, uh, we are uh, friends of uh, Galvis. Ah, don't know him, and he <laughs> goes to get another box. <laughs> uh. It's uh, it's important that we we speak of the uh, the current matter. Of course, uh, completely off the record. All right, I'm going to say that's a persuade. All right, uh, Jeff's got all my, my luck, friend, so I'm not hopeful. My friend <laughs> Benjamin Jeff's Franklin. Up all the luck, the, the luck in the room. Oh, 40 on the button. Okay, and you get to you get yeah. to check it, <laughs> and you would have gotten a uh, a bonus dice because the patrician says was saying you know. 
Well, let's, would, let's, would, uh... would some cash help with this? <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> um, okay, so. I just say to him, many people will be harmed uh, if we cannot figure out what is going on. It is uh, well enough for you to leave, and that is fine for you and your family. But there are many other in the community that uh, do not have the same uh, ability as you. <sighs> he says, one of the people who will be harmed is me if I don't get this cart ready. Uh, my wife is uh, she's not a pleasant person when her feet swell up. Anyway, listen, there's not much I can tell you. Uh, what do you want to know? Exactly what what has been going on? Why why do you yourself fear uh, retribution? Is it just from the uh, inevitable riots the spawn? He, uh, well, it's more than that. People know that I deal with the Romans, and people know that I deal with the Jews. I'm a, I'm a go between um, between both communities when they need to uh, pretend they aren't speaking, but they are. An unenviable um, position, to be sure. It keeps the peace, you know? I mean, talking is better than fighting. And I'm paid by both sides. I, I won't deny that. But, you know, I I know a lot of the people who, who are going to be accused. Well, we are um, not here to make accusations, only to find the truth of the matter. He says, well, I'll tell you what little I know. Um, um, the golem is not a living thing. Um, it's a tool with no will of its own, created by magic to seek vengeance upon those who's wronged its creator. Who the creator is, I, I cannot tell you. Um, Are you but, familiar with the victims? No, but I know someone who has actually encountered such a creature before. Oh, uh, are they in the city? Yes, and he is the one who advised me to leave, take my pregnant wife and leave. Hmm. Their name? Um, I will not give it unless you can guarantee his safety. Uh, he, uh, he is says under my, no threat from us. My, my contact is not only a rabbi, but he is a magus. And either of these things could get him executed. So I'm not willing to risk his safety. He he kind of chuckles and says, we have encountered many things in our long travels. Uh, this is just one among many. Uh, your friend is, uh, there's no threat from us to your friend. Uh, if he can provide us with useful information, perhaps it would be, uh, we could make it worth their while. If you promise me that he will not be arrested, I will try and see if he's uh, agreeable to meet with you. I'm pretty sure we can protect him. I've got some connections. Make a status check, which will be pretty obvious, a foregoing conclusion with an 80. I got a 19. Okay. He says, okay, I will. uh, Damn it. If you can help with the cart while I run and see if I can arrange a meeting. If of I course. just disappear um, and, you know, these boys will run off and my wife will just lose it. Sure. Of I course. I have my, uh, some of my, or my people that are with me help, or I can summon them and they'll help you pack up. Okay. You do that. He comes back about an hour later uh, and he says that he's agreed, they've agreed to meet with you. <laughs> well, um, at this point, excellent. Sabine, you're, you're Sabina, your cloak, your hem is is redone, 
That's and fine. She, she comes out and she starts yelling at her husband. You know what's all this? You know where do you where do you run off to? And who are these people loading our cart? He said, I have no little, idea. He says just a bit of last minute business. He goes, no more business. We have to get to my sister's. We have to leave this. You know, we have to be many miles from here by tomorrow. And he goes, this won't take long, dear. So he basically says, uh, I'll, I'll lead you to uh, where they want to meet, but they don't want any weapons. Okay. Would you be willing to be searched before the meeting? Easily done. All right, then. So he leads you about four blocks away to a uh, what looks like, you know, a warehouse. You go in and uh, there's it's mostly an empty building, um, but you see two men wearing oversized robes and an elderly man dressed in black. Um, the two burly guys step forward and uh, they're saying, we're going to, before this goes any further, we're going to search you for weapons. Yep, Macron um, steps forward, puts both of his hands out. Okay. Um, unless you guys are intentionally trying to conceal your weapons, which would require a sleight of hand roll, they will find and disarm you. I just take off my weapons voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I take everything off. I place it down. They don't need to search. I mean, they can still search me, but I'm willing to take everything off. Jeff. Um. Sure. I mean, my weapon is my sash, so <laughs> not even a weapon. James, same thing. You're fine well, being disarmed. I, I don't typically walk around with my weapons. I have people for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, can we have one of your people watch our weapons? I don't see why awesome. not. Thank you. They they put them in a bag and they put them in the corner. Thank you. At, at, at this point, has uh, Danielle left? Yes. Okay. Before he leaves, I'm going to give him some pocket change and to, to ensure his safe travels. And I look forward to speaking with him again when he returns. He says, thank you, my Lord. I do appreciate it. No, no, he, my says, Lord he goes, this, this will this will go a long way to smoothing things over with the missus. I appreciate that. Yeah, it'll probably go 50 cents thirsty, something like that. That's a lot of money for him and nothing for you. Okay, so the old man steps forward. He says, I'm, I must apologize for my grandsons. They tend to be overprotective of me. As they should. Mm-hmm. Good men. You see that he's about... He's Anywhere between 60 and 70 years old. Um, he walks slowly. One of his grandsons kind of comes to his side and, and gives him an arm, and he kind of pushes him away. And He says, come, let's, let's sit at the table. And uh, you wish to know about what I know about the golem. Well, golems. I don't know much about this one in particular. Yes, whatever you could tell us. He says, you work for the the." The governor, yes? We're Uh, aiding the city. Yes. At large. We wish to prevent uh, any further violence. He says, well, I wish to prevent any violence, and and I do have some knowledge of this, but to offer you help, I I, I would require a favor or two in return. Such as? What do you ask of us? 
He says, this place serves as a temple one day a week. And I am in the process of teaching other young men to be rabbis so that the church, the temple can continue once I'm gone. Um, if we could have assurances from the authorities that we'll be allowed to continue practicing our religion peacefully, so long as we obey all Roman laws, um, that would go a long way to, uh, to earning some trust between us. I mean, everything I'm going to tell you could get me executed. Well, I could put in a good word. Roll a status. 19 again. Okay. Okay, he says, uh, have a seat. This will be a bit of a tale. He goes, it all started on the island of Cyprus mm -hmm. uh, many years ago during the Kittos Uprising. During the, the Kittos Uprising was... I think the second Jewish war, he said there was an insane magus named Banesh, and he created a golem, and it, the creature killed over 100 Greeks before it was destroyed. Myself, uh, a rabbi Abner, and, a, and our elder, uh, Sharam, we managed to destroy the creature with a, 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 a Kabbalah ritual. He said, Kabbalah is a, a form of magic given to God's chosen people by angels. He goes, I did not learn the, the ritual. I did not learn the spell myself. I was tasked with uh, a stone. Um, I was quite an accomplished slinger in my youth. And I had an enchanted stone that had the ritual failed, I was to aim for the creature's forehead. If I landed a good enough blow, um, the creature would have been unmade. Thankfully, <laughs> the ritual was successful, and I never had to take that shot. Uh, we only had one such stone. Now, our elder died shortly after destroying the golem. Um, he suffered a stroke while being dragged from the temple during a riot when the Jews were driven from Cyprus. Um, Abner escaped with a chest of our elders' scrolls, including the ones that were owned by Banesh, the mad rabbi. Um, I heard that Abner lost his faith and became a Christian after defeating the golem. But uh, he died during the uh, Bakrava revolt when the Romans destroyed his village. Um, I'm told that Jewish zealots attacked his home uh, some say that the Romans burned the village. Some say that the Zealots did, but uh, it was burned to the ground. I hear that his daughter escaped the massacre and lives in Antioch today. She may know what happened to these scrolls. What's his daughter's name? Mother Talia. Oh, so she's also in, in the order. No. She's also religious? She's a Christian. Ah. Actually, um, she's the most prominent Christian in the city. I would know that. Yes. <laughs> um, they said, he said that Abner was a very gifted magus, and such gifts run in families. So it's quite possible that she has such gifts as well. Mm -hmm. um, without a magic stone or the ritual... Defeating such a creature will be 
nearly impossible. Do you the best still have this that, The best thing you can hope for is to find its creator and put a stop to them. And to answer your question, yes, I still have the stone. Would you be willing to part with the stone? Um, as soon as you do that, you see his grandsons just stiffen and bristle. And they like step forward and start whispering to him. And he kind of like waves them back. And he says, so this is a powerful ward against evil. Uh, so you must know I'd be very hesitant to to part with it. it. It protects our temple. He goes, and they are incredibly difficult to make. I don't even think I could make another one um, at my age. Well, anyway, what's to prevent the, the golem from coming here and destroying the temple? Right. If you give us the stone, that would help us rid the, the city of this beast. Wouldn't that be enough to uh, satisfy her? The He whispers to the grandsons and says, if you can get me a guarantee that neither one of my grandsons will be arrested for becoming a rabbi themselves and be allowed to teach, I would be willing to to part with it. Um but I, I, I realize that we cannot be officially recognized by the government. But, I mean, he says, I, and I, I know that there are zealots who have turned to violence, but my, my temple is one of, of peace. We just wish to practice our faith uh, without fear of, of arrest. He says, you are a man of, of some status in the city. Can you assure us? Can you give me your word? I thought I did that in the beginning. Well, this <laughs> is... Basically, his grandsons want to come out formally as rabbi. That's fine. I believe that this city is can be multicultural and multi religionally <laughs> have multiple religions. <laughs> um, I, I don't see a problem with that. I will do what I can to help facilitate that. Okay, he as nods. You're peaceful, of course. Agreed. Then, and one of the grandsons goes and plucks an object from above the front door of the warehouse you just came in and handed it to you. And it's a a round, smooth river stone with a a carved symbol on one side of a a, what looks like a uh, gallywampus star with a candle flame in the middle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I say to him that... um, if if we need to use the stone, will it be destroyed? I was told that if it's a successful hit, both the stone and the golem will be destroyed. Uh-huh. But it must be precisely on its forehead where its rune of creation is inscribed. Will other... Uh, Are any in- of you skilled with the sling? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sabine, Sabine just happens to be a slinger. <laughs> I forgot that. Were How there any other? Uh, yeah, but this is not her forte. Throwing, flinging things at the large, <laughs> shambling beasts. But well, I can throw know. a net. That's as far as I can do. <laughs> can we? Are put there it other on a crossbow bolt? <laughs> <laughs> not firing it accurately. No. Um, uh, would other enchanted yeah. weapons work as well? Are there any stories that say as such? He says, I, I only know what my master told me. And he said that uh, if we didn't land a precise hit with this stone, I was to run. 
Hmm. Also, if presumably, turns, those are not creator. mutually exclusive options, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could get the creator to. He uh, says, "I, I, I do not. I do not know. I am not an, an expert. I can only speak from the limited experience I had. And again, I did not take part in the ritual. I was merely there as a, a what? What is this term? A Plan B." <laughs> If it um, turns out so, that we do not use the stone, if it, if it becomes unnecessary, we will return it to you. That is very kind of you. I would, uh, my myself and my congreg and my temple would be very appreciative. When um, we were talking to some other people, we found out that at the third site there was Aramaic writing. Would you ah. be able to tell us what this word is, Kendisa? Yes, I've. I've now I remember. That was the settlement that Abner founded. The mm. one that was burned to the ground. Oh. Mm. Okay. Do you know which legion that was responsible for that? He says, no, there were so many legions in, uh, in the war. He goes, from what I heard, one of the nephews said that uh, it was almost every legion the Empire could spare. There were 11 legions in Judea. Was the Jemina legion one of them? Do you know? Yes. <laughs> yes, they, they were one of the ones. They were one of the legions uh, fighting, fighting Brakrava. So it seems like we need to find the remaining members of this, uh, this legion. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, Osidius got all and... Basilius was his name, if they were members of that legion, and whoever was the occupant of Candisa is seeking revenge on that legion. So like his daughter, Mother Talia? Perhaps, but she's a Christian. Doesn't mean that she doesn't have her father's powers. That's true. She does have scrolls, possibly. And she was Uh, raised as a Jew, even if she's a Christian now. The rabbi says, well, it is late. Um, I, I, I should get, uh, there's not, not much more I can help you with. Oh. And uh, one of the grandsons says, I will uh, return your weapons once we're outside and my grandfather is safely away. Thank okay. you. And it's, when oh. he gets you outside, he just watches his grandfather leave and then, you know, goes over to like an alley and uh, gives you before gives you back your weapons, but motions for you to follow him. So as the grandfather is leaving, I'll bow to him and say, you know, Mazel Tov, best wishes. He says, I thank you. I believe that's uh, what, what it is in your language. I, when you meet with the grandson, Nebo, outside, he says that Mother Talia is, is well known to his community. And he says that... Uh, she is a, a witch that has tempted many an upstanding Jew away from their faith. He says that she moves about Antioch covered in from head to toe under veils and thick robes. It is rumored that she is hideously deformed, cursed by God for her countless blasphemies. Um, if anyone has the means and reasons to create such a golem, it would be her. He says, I would, if you were meet, if you were to meet with her, I would be on your guard and don't believe anything she says. Do I believe what he says is the question. 
Well, I just ask him if he has any proof of of these accusations. But um, he says, "Well, you can see for herself. You know, when you see her, she will be covered from head to toe, um, and she will be, you know, preaching her her blasphemies." Um, Darina, not he hurt is, or anything. He he firmly is telling the truth, what okay. he believes to be the truth. What he believes to be the truth. Okay. He is speaking with all truth in his heart. Okay. Thank you. Just like a Republican would say, you know, <clears throat> there are chemtrails <laughs> and there's 4G in the vaccines. <laughs> they believe it. They're not I lying. Just because someone believes something doesn't mean it's accurate. Mm. Like the flat earth people. Sure. So he's, okay. he's not oh, trying to mislead us. So All right. So no, he he absolutely believes that that she's <laughs> probably the one behind the goal. We have a landlord who's connected to the legions. Yes, a veteran. Right. We have a organized crime figure, probably all kinds of enemies. We have a potter. He was involved with an orphanage, though, right? No. Uh, the guy that the organized crime guy stabbed was involved with an orphanage. Is, now runs an orphanage where he teaches cobbling. Okay. And that was Aaron? Yeah, that was Aaron. And, and we have... And the what, other what guy, the pottery guy, used to be a slaver. Oh, okay. So I, I'm, I'm thinking we're... Look, okay, it's not... It, 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 you know, who, who would benefit from this? I don't think that the... The woman who inherited the um, inherited the various scrolls is, is is someone who would really benefit from this. The person it seems like we're looking for someone who is either from that village or his family was from that village, who was sold into slavery, and who was you know, maybe ended up at that orphanage or is connected with it and who has been having problems with the, the organized crime people and who, you know, it, it may even probably may even be a tenant of the Legion because, you know, the, the obvious, these are obviously very targeted and personal things. The, 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 the thing appears out of nowhere, doesn't just go rampaging down the street, taking anybody out on its way. So, um, you know, wh- I guess what you know, I'm trying to figure, you know, the, wh- the narrowest way here um, would probably, I mean, yeah, I mean, it w- and then, of course, the, the choke point would be, you know, who knows how to do this in the first place. But I don't know that we can trust this, this lady to tell us. So well, Talia fits all the bills, does she not? If she uh, if she lived in the community that was burned, she's horribly deformed she could have been uh burned in the fire oh i hadn't thought of that yeah that's a good mm-hmm. point and would, perhaps would it was to... yes your Sorry, bodies. Uh, i was just gonna say would i would uh to oscar really would, would i be able to get official records regarding that legion uh, like a, a role most and, certainly okay Let's see how helpful our helpful patron is actually going to be once we start asking. (laughs) Okay, but after this meeting, the sun is already setting, um, and you're you're famished. So, unless 
you want to just grab something to eat and pull an all-nighter, um, you're not going to be able to get into the records till tomorrow morning. You, with a status of 80, could have them keep the office open, but you're all pretty much exhausted from running around all day. And they don't do business at night, right? Like, no one would be receiving at night, typically. Um, this is a th- yeah. This is a place. This is an age before electricity, so they don't do a lot of record keeping after dark. Well, but like even if we wanted to go to uh, Asidius Ordius or Ordius uh, to where his place was at, right? Like we, we can just roll up and be like, "Hey, knock, knock, knock." We no, it's late. About- it would be yeah, very yeah. rude to show up at somebody's right. house or right, place right. of business right. now. Yeah. Yeah. So well, you're all welcome back to my place for a dinner. Hmm. All right. With the status of 80, you probably even have your own bath in your mm-hmm. villa. Ooh. Yeah. I, when I was rolling up the character, I have, besides my spacious estate, I have five apartments scattered around the empire and two lavish villas somewhere. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so when we have to leave town. To... First world problems. <laughs> so is it consensus to go to one of his... Residences in Antioch have his staff prepare you a lavish dinner, have a mm-hmm. bath, and then sleep in a, a you know, actual bed. Yeah, at least until, at least until something comes barreling through the walls at us. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to say no. Not on none of the first two hours. <laughs> okay. So so Macrion says to Herminia, he is, he says, uh, so uh, how do you find your first investigation, your first official investigation? It is uh, not what I expected, but, um, you know, my uncle wouldn't always keep me in the loop of the, the more mysterious cases. So this is this is exciting. This is this is what I got into finding for. <laughs> he was uh, quite a charming person, uh, which did him very well, as uh, you must speak to many people to get to the root of these uh, strange goings on. Yes, yes. I hope to uh, improve my charm. <laughs> <laughs> if you are half of the finder that Herminius was, you'll be fine. Whew. Okay. Good. So we're going to say this is over dinner while you guys are settling in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his servants prepare, prepare, you know, a multi-course meal and they heat the baths. We so. toast to Herminius many times. Mm-hmm. I I get drunk and start arguing about just <laughs> how elves. unfair it was, and I don't go into specifics, but just. So many you arguing with one of them. You begin to suspect that <clears throat> their count of your uncle's death may not be accurate. That uh-huh. apparently, oh, Arena in her drunkenness <laughs> said something about betrayal <gasps> while she's arguing with one of my statues. No, I'm just arguing with like I'm just I'm so devastated on the fact that we're here. Armenia, and... what languages do you speak? Uh, Armenia. Nope, uh, that's not the Latin right word. Then our Aramaic. <laughs> there um, we go. That's the word. <laughs> Armenia. Had you spoken Brythonic, you would have learned a lot more because as <laughs> the drunker she got, the more she started speaking her native tongue. <laughs> and then Macrion is like. Ixnay on the ferries. <laughs> I think I, I started like, le- writing down some words. Like, huh, I'm gonna have to look these ones up later. <laughs> okay, 
Did you give her her uncle's dagger? Uh, I think over dinner. I think there would be a small knife. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Got me doing it now. I I didn't plan on it. Okay. Um. No. I mean, that's fine. When you saw that I only had one small knife to give the weapons pile, and you like unloaded all of those weapons, <laughs> you didn't go. You know, maybe maybe I'll help her out. <laughs> no, Don't I worry, I can outfit you. At some point, Macrion and I would discuss it. I just this is out of game talk. <laughs> I've just met you, and everything checks out, but I've been betrayed a lot. And every time yeah. I let my guard down, I get screwed over. So um, I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. So at background, at some point in time, I would like to discuss that. I just, mm-hmm. not yet. Okay. All right, so we're going to say the morning dawns. You guys are greeted, you know, woken by the staff who help you dress. <laughs> um, so I'm not used to this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is. Um, I, I'd like yeah. to wear my, I, my. I know how to dress myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, a light breakfast is prepared because Romans weren't mm. really a big breakfast people. Although this is Antioch and the exotic East, so a large breakfast is prepared. Yeah, we can have a full Brythonic breakfast instead okay. of a full English breakfast. So you, you have a, a large breakfast, and by 9 a.m., you are ready to start another day of investigation. Should we head right to Mother Taya's, or is there any other investigation that you would like to... Um, I'd, oh. like, I'd like to start... I think I'm trying to figure out who, who, what the, the, the narrowest angle of intersection is and i guess my my thinking is that it would be i mean this so this this is a retired roman legionary he doesn't own half the city he probably owns only owns a few buildings right um so let's why don't we start by figuring out who he might have pissed off um because there are no doubt there are tens of thousands of retired legionaries in 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 antioch um, many of whom would have likely been involved in the in the purging of Judea, but but this guy, you know, was on the near the top of the hit list. So let's 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 figure out who he, let's figure out why him first. Um, and you know, the the organized crime guy probably had a lot of enemies. Um, let's start. Let's see how many buildings this guy owned and who he threw out on the street recently. Okay, so. That's so. How would you go about? Would you just visit the places and speak to people? The, the quester would know the tax guy. Follow the money. Okay, so you can go to the records and see if this guy had any complaints against him, any arrests, any threats. So yeah, that had to, be... had had to have the, had to have the vigilies haul anybody out on the street who didn't want to go. Okay, so what, that's one thing to check in the mil- Hall of Records. Is there anything could else we, you want to check on? Yes. Could, could we find this guy's military record if he was cited for anything in particular? Like sure. torture of the soul community? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I you get to, to, the, you well, get to the Hall of Records three of them? nice and early. Um, whoever wants to research a certain thing, 
you can make a roll. So mm-hmm. while you're here, if four of you or five of you want to roll yeah, libraries I, on four or five different things, you I sweet talk can. one of the clerks into looking for me. Make a charm. Dig through records. I just you know you don't have to do that. I, I can ask very nicely. Uh, Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. That's a charm. Okay, so you charm one of the uh, the clerks to help you, uh, Trebatius. You were about to say, yeah, I was, I was just going to request the the military records, like I was mentioning before, and we can cross reference and then find out um, uh, what Macaron wanted to to know about okay. as well. All right, one. Is there anything else that you want? I look up the guy's military record. I got regular success. Oh. Okay, well, that's what he was. I yeah. I got an O one. Oh. All right. <laughs> Could, could I use that for uh, a different... I didn't realize that James is doing the same thing. No, that's a wasted roll. Okay, no, that's fine. But you, you get the information. Just give me a second to find this. Yeah, yeah. I find the book, and then Trebadius is like, oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> I had it in my pocket. <laughs> I have no library use, so I just look around. Yeah, that's what is okay. This is amazing. Yeah. Is it we, did you actually roll an O one? really simple. Okay. <laughs> I don't need proof. I'm, your word's good. <laughs> okay. You find that there's a record of the Legion. There's You find records of like pension payments, military service. Um, you find a lot of information. Um, apparently, this the man who is deceased was the commander of a special unit that was tasked with hunting down individual rebel cells through the mountains. So basically picture a Roman era special forces team hunting yeah, the Taliban. Black in ops in the jungles of Vietnam, wiping out the um, Centurion team six. Yeah. Um, you find a list of the Roman soldiers from his unit that are still ah, living in victims. Antioch. You actually find, you come across the word Candisa, and it's a special report on an after action report for the military action that took place at Candisa. The military action. Okay. (laughs) This was the summary of the after action report for the uh, Candisa massacre. Mm -hmm. Although the Romans don't call it that. No, no, it was a, it was a police action. A group of Jewish rebels took refuge in a fortified mountain village. Scouts reported that the settlement was fortified and that the rebels had been reinforced. The soldiers attacked with orders to raise the village and kill or capture everyone within it. There was some initial savage fighting, but resistance was quickly overcome and the battle became a rout. Candisa was put to the torch and burned to the ground. An officer, and literally the name is inked out. They redacted the record. Hmm. Ordered a stop to the fighting, explaining that the villagers were not Jewish fighters, but Christians forced to shelter and aid the rebels. After the battle, off the, you know, Centurion, and the name is again redacted was relieved of duty after it became clear that he himself was a Christian. 
Uh, captured Jewish rebels were crucified on the outskirts of the burned out village. All the prisoners were sold to slave traders who were uh, uh-huh. following before, <clears throat> who were following the, uh, the, you know, the soldiers. Detail the legions and, you know, take them off their hands. Yeah. Uh, a handful of people, both Jewish rebels and innocent villagers, slipped through the Roman lines and escaped into the mountains. Okay, so Macrion, I'm going to allow you to use that library use role. Is there anything you want to dig into the records about? Let me look back through three pages of notes. <laughs> uh, whether or not our former slave trader had any dealings with, if there's records for slaves that he bought from Candisa. Yes, he was present at the military action in Candisa, and he did. Uh, he did take a, a purchase a number of, of war prisoners as slaves. He was present insofar as he was part of the Legion, or he no, was... he was a slave trader following the soldiers. Okay, yeah, they yeah, follow okay. them yep. around and wait for the Legion to get done with their business, and then like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. take the yeah, like of the uh, aftermath, like seagulls following yep. beachgoers. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. And you do see in the records there are two soldiers from that unit who are currently living in Antioch. Uh, One is listed as Barris Gallus. He is a pub owner. The tavern is called the Bent Pelham, Mm -hmm. and it's located uh, near the North Gate. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other is Theranius Lepidus. And he had he's listed as dishonorably discharged and denied a pension. But he is currently, and this is because you rolled a freaking one, he is currently living, his address is listed as the Vigilis Barracks. Why would he be allowed to stay in the barracks if he was dishonorably discharged? He was dishonorably discharged from the army. Oh, from the army, not the, uh, the police. Okay. How, how many veterans joined the police? after they retire okay this Um, was a very productive morning but it was the morning so it is now probably about 11 time for my midday nap are there any other names (laughs) that kind of (laughs) come up there like is uh do we notice aaron benishman no come up okay you've got leads a plenty well the at least two of these uh, tie together quite nicely. The uh, the Potterer, though, is uh, seems to be our only outlier, but reports were that no one was seemed too bothered by the fact that he was killed. So it would seem that he is either just a disagreeable person or has some uh, haunted past of his own. I thought the Potterer was the former slaver. Yeah. No, he was a baker, wasn't he? Nope. The potter no. was a retired slaver. The suspected Jewish criminal is a baker. Oh, was, yeah, okay. Was a baker. He baker, yes. He was a baker. Right, right. Yep, looking at the wrong note. Uh, and the bakery was potentially a front for something. Yes. And the other one was a former soldier, now a landlord and like property owner. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. I would like to go talk to the person who's dishonorably discharged. I wonder if he's redacted. <laughs> Sergeant redacted. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
because there are five of you, you can split up. Oh, God. Is it daylight, though? It is 11. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm timing you, and the golem is attacking tomorrow night at midnight. So okay. you may you may want to cover more ground if you want to break, you know, break up. You can. Mm. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not even saying you should. I'm saying it's an option mm-hmm. because you have a lot of people to talk to, and you probably don't have enough time to speak to them all if you all stay together. All right, so what do you guys want to do? Okay, so we've, we've taken out the commander. The landlord was actually the commander of the... All right, so and, all right, so starts there. What was the order that people were killed in again? It was Osidius the potter, then Gadal the baker, and then Lasilius the landlord, landlord. guy. Okay, yeah. All right. I guess the, the thing that... Uh, again, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what would what would be the the narrowest the narrowest way. The there were probably lots of slaves. Um, there were probably lots of um, of uh, people with an axe to grind against the legions. But you know the 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 organized crime angle sounds like it's more personal. Um, well, he may have been the one that sold out the rebels. Turn mm-hmm. a quick coin. Make some money from off the, the sale of the slaves. Yeah. The um what what do we know? What what else can we find out about this guy, the 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 quote baker before we go talk to him? Well he's dead. What kind of things is he yeah. I know he's dead, but what kinds of uh what kinds of rackets has he theoretically been involved in? Of course he's in you could, Well, you are at the records. You could look up what he's been arrested for. Now what has he been arrested for? Uh, we need somebody to make a roll. Not I. So sorry. Uh, Forty-five under eighty. I could. He I could spend five sus- points to make him it and hard. His men are strongly suspected of launching attacks against Christians, where Christians have been beaten and even killed in in various street crimes, like stabbings in the marketplace. A lot of uh, basically a lot of violence. Uh, violent acts. Um, well, but, uh, and he's, uh, he's listed uh, as for he's, shits and giggles, or because somebody put them up to it. The reasons for the attacks were were never really listed. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't. You know, basically, it was they were attacked. The targets were attacked not because of who they were. It's just because of what they were. Huh. Mm. Would a hard get us anything else? Because I'll spend the luck at that's worthwhile i won't get you much more okay that's fine all right well um is there a way to find out who this redacted person is like perhaps we could find the scribe that wrote this document and ask him you've already got a lead somebody already kind of have a theory on who it might be herminia pegged it it's uh probably the dishonorably discharged legionnaire i am a finder Mm. Uh, yeah, I, so yeah, I agree. I think that's probably the first place we should go. The dishonorably discharged soldier, <clears throat> yep. mm-hmm. who's now a cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. he might have been dishonorably discharged for doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. that's what it sounded like. And rejection could be for privacy reasons and protection. Mm-hmm. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. 
For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.